Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is January 4th, 2022. The time is about 11. 27. PC has been conducting conference calls from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. Let our team know if you have never asked a question before in this forum. You have to show your face and let our team know that you never asked a question before. Arjun? Hi, Rahul. Uh, yes, sir. I have filed my EB3 downgrade last year, October 2020, and is still pending, and uh, the dates retrogressed. My PD is April 2013. Mm-hmm. Now, I would like to file in EB2, and mm-hmm. uh, my company said I can choose any lawyer right now because I'm doing additional rights. So <clears throat> when I decided that, and my company attorney sent an email to HR, hey, if you go with EB2, different attorney, then different communication and you end up with the meeting. So why, why not choose the same company lawyer? She's expensive, very expensive. What, what's your thoughts? Because she's saying like, if you choose different, then you end up with a green card interview and then I have to support you, blah, blah, blah. No, there is, not, there is nothing like that. I mean, there is nothing like that. But if it's just a little bit expensive, I'm going to stick with the company lawyer. Okay. I would stick with the company lawyer, <laughs> if possible. I'd like okay. to take your money, but I would like to, a little bit money here and there wouldn't matter for me. It's better to stick with the company lawyer if you can. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, to change the G28 for the old employer, if I choose new employer, I mean, new New adults. lawyer. New yeah. lawyer. I mean, it's, it's not like that. It's not a big deal about it though, but, just to move the entire thing for one case, I would still stick with the company lawyer. Just a little bit of money here and there won't matter much to me. Uh, will it cause any problem? No, it will not. But I still, you must have a good reason to change other than a little bit of money. And Next it, person, please. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I would not. I would not. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, One hi. thing is, if, if they don't want to do it, then definitely that's a time to switch. Yeah, go ahead, sir. Next person. Hi, Rahul. Uh, thank you. Um, so I'm on L1 visa and my wife, she's on L2 visa. And our visa is valid till February 4th, 2023. So right now, this year, uh, both my company as well as my wife's company, they're filing H1 for each of us. So I just wanted to know whether we should uh, give our spouse in the same H1 petition because, for example, her case, 
her her employer will be filing h1 and right now i am on l1 should i give my name as a dependent in that h1 do you do you mean to say to file the h4 visa yes should i do it you, like you don't have the, to do it you don't have to do it right now though okay what you could because first you need to get selected in the lottery right that will happen before october is right yes correct and if it so happens so you are an l1 and she is an l l2 yes so let's say for example yeah if yours is selected hers is not selected though you need to file h4 for her and that we can do uh, when afterwards between uh, april and october will be very you need to file h4 before october 1st okay got gotcha. you under all conditions under all conditions i mean there are some situations where you want to stay on l1 that's a different issue okay but if gotcha. you don't do it by october your wife will go out of status got gotcha. you move to h4 so Got the it. alertness should be once you get selected in the lottery and way before october 1st but definitely not right now so if i were you i would come to this conference call in june or july of 2022 okay and how about like, her her case is picked up and i want to continue on l1 let's say my extension if you want to continue l1 you don't have to file an h4 and in case in in february after that i have a 10 months extension if let's say if due to worst case it gets denied so that time i can initiate a change to l if it gets denied though there is a chance that the entire change of status of you and or your wife will fall down no they no, no still I... approve the h1 wait if ah, your l1 gets extension gets denied that means that the l2 is automatically denied right you only you told me that your status is expiring in february of 2022 is right no, 23 ah ah okay okay so yeah um you can take a choice before february of 23 if you want to file a h4 at that time Oh, okay. okay. So in but, your case, if that's the case, you can't. You come to the conference call in November of two thousand twenty-two. Okay. Got you. Okay. Thank you. I'll I'll do that later. Thank you. Thank next, you. Next. Next person, please. Neela. Hello, Mr. Rahul. Ah, uh, my question is: Currently, I am on H four visa, and I will start my school in July. So I would like to change my status H four to F one. So why? I will get my I twenty in April. Why? So why because i do not have h4 ead right now well, so have I, your have your husband work on it yes, it takes he, one and a half year to get the i140 approval and it's it's good for the entire family you're only looking for the temporary future but the, the long term future requires that your husband requires an i140 approval yeah it is but like i'm going to dental school so if in worst case like he just started his company started his green card process and it take more than one and half year then i will file my ead and it will take more than one and half year so well yeah okay that's fine um but make sure that you give importance to the i140 more than your f1 ma'am okay people ignore the long term future though they only look into temporarily one to two years look into okay now let's so you are working i'm assuming that your family working on i140 and then on your husband that should be the top priority and if you don't have money live in tent 
okay? Eat rice and beans, but get the I-140 approved. Now, let's get to your dentist thing. Yeah, so I will apply my change of status to F1 in April, but my H4 visa, it means my I-797 will expire in August. So at the time, August, do I have to file my extension for H4? It's required to... Good question. Recently, in June or July of 2020, USCIS issued a no, um, change in their policy. Previously, they want your H-4 approval until you get the F-1 visa. But right now, they don't need it, though. Okay. So, so you can file and let the H-4 expire and get onto the F-1. But there is always a chance F-1 can be rejected, too. Believe me, we're getting a lot of RFEs on it. But in that case, then at that point of time, you can then at that point of time go outside the country and stamp H4 and come back. Uh, but yeah, uh, you do not have to extend the H4 to get the F1 approval, unlike before though. Okay, got it, thank okay. you. Next person, please. Satya. Hey Rahul, good morning. So uh, I have applied my H4 and EAD together in July. And then I got my R, uh, I got denial in H4 that the money is not, the money is incorrect. So I reapplied H4 in September. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Is it a denial or is it a refusal? It's a refusal. Okay. It's not a denial. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's, so it's technically a that's not been, that's not been filed then. For my purposes, that's not been filed. Yeah. So, and then I reapplied my H-4 alone in, uh, in September. So my H-4 EAD is already in a went to the different center. It's, in, uh, it's applied in July. So uh, my question is, I got a denial. I, it's a notice of intent letter to deny in my H-4 EAD. So they are saying Fine. like... The first one or the second one? Um, so I'll, I'll just go from the first one. So I applied H4 and EAD that, together. That H4, you did not apply technically because you put the wrong fees. Okay. H4. Yeah. Okay. So I applied H H4 again in September. Did you apply the EAD that you applied in July or in September? July. So that got accepted, but they issued a notice of intent. So when you applied in September, you didn't apply the EAD. Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> when yeah. you're doing everything wrong, everything wrong, everything wrong. Um, so you should have applied the EAD along with the H4. Um, let me ask you another question though. As soon as this, you put the phone off, apply for the EAD. And the second question that I have is that I want another EAD. The second question I have is that, did you, when is your I-94 with the previous H-4 expiring? H-4 is already expired in October. Oh, thank God you saved, because at least it expired after you filed the H-4. Okay, that's good, okay. They issued a notice of intent to deny. Go ahead. So uh, for my H-4 EAD, I got a denial letter. They are saying like you did not provide any documents. So uh, because I applied my whole documents for the I-765, they are saying like they are, they are 
they didn't get any uh, documents for this one and they are intends to deny your uh, my application so did they intend to deny or denied it it intends to deny well you can you can supply the information now that mm -hmm. look my h4 is pending my all these things are pending my i140 is approved i married with this guy h4 and everything they may approve it or they may still deny it because you should have filed the h4 extension which you didn't according to them so they may still deny your ead so you respond to it and try your luck and then you know it's like beating a coconut to god and telling pass the exam okay and see if it works and but at the same time i want you to file an ead now okay. now separately you should have done in september itself that's a big huge mistake you did Oh. um but i want you to file it right now because i'm assuming that this coconut thing might not work out for us so i have to give supporting documents to reply to this letter and yes. also have to apply a different ead for this uh, same thing okay at that time when you apply for a different ead you're going to provide the h4 receipt notice and all other supporting documents oh, sorry h4 the september h4 that you filed Okay, so for for uh, for replying to this letter, I have to uh, send the same receipt number what I applied in September. That's right. And also, I have to apply a second one too. Right. That's the best process for you. Next person, please. Okay. Thank you. Anand. Uh, hi, sir. I have a question about downgrade I one forty. I applied uh, in November second, twenty twenty. Mm -hmm. uh, it's still pending with uh, Texas Service Center. Uh, so two questions. So, have you come across any such situation? And the second is, uh, can I? What, raise what situation? What situation? Uh, uh, that I one forty is pending for more than thirteen months from oh, Texas. Oh yes, absolutely. Oh. Many many times. Did you try to do the uh, premium processing, or you did not? Uh, my employer is not willing to do that. Yikes! Bad employer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. The question is: uh, So, can I raise a service request by myself, or it has to be done no. by? It has to be done only by the company. You cannot do it by yourself. Okay. So any other options to expedite it, sir? Uh, other than the company raising the service request or premium processing, no. Only company can do it. I one forty doesn't belong to you. Thanks. Thank you, sir. I don't know why they try to suffer. They're giving the green card. If I have, you are my employee. You're going to get the green card. You're going to run away anyway. But I rather want you to run away and give me ten references, because if I give you the nice green card, guess what? You will bring me ten new employees for me. These people screw up their companies. I don't know what strategy they have. I let you go and recommend you ten more employees, won't you? But if I try to not do premium processing and all those things, what benefit the company is going to get? You go out, and then you will give me a bad name. So, bad company, bad strategy. Next person, please. Sunita. Hi, Rahul. Um, yes. I, um, I have a question regarding filing second extension for my mom. Uh, we filed her don't. initial. Uh, don't. Okay. okay. My recommendation okay. is don't because. Okay. Visiting visa is only to come into United States to stay temporarily in United States. Now, okay. when mm -hmm. I'm assuming you're married, yes. Mm -hmm. Here, when mom comes to visit the son-in-law, 
They don't stay in the same home. I know we come from a different culture, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, mm-hmm. So they don't stay. They stay in a hotel. Okay. okay. And they don't understand. Mm-hmm. So that's visiting. So if you're extending okay. beyond one year, that's mm-hmm. definitely not a good idea. Okay, sure. Um, so I have another question um, regarding my H4. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I applied for my H4 and H4 EAD. And, mm-hmm. uh, um, 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 and I got, uh, I mean, because of the amount uh, that we sent was wrong. So they sent the packet back for my H4 and we mm-hmm. reapplied it and my H4 got approved, uh, but my H4 EAD is not approved yet. So, oh. um, so. You, you saw any... the other lady? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Refile re- yeah. the EAD. Did you, along with the H4, did you refile the EAD or not? Uh, no, it was the old EAD that I filed, ah, but it was not no. rejected. It was still no, under... No, 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 no. Don't okay. take a chance. Don't take okay. a chance. You just heard her. And believe okay. me, my mm-hmm. knowledge comes... I claim right now I have more knowledge because of you guys reading the information. Okay. She just fed mm-hmm. you the information. Follow okay. the same thing. I mean, don't okay, follow so then, the same thing I meant to say. Okay. Okay. So now that my H4 is approved, uh, so w- would I be eligible for my, like, there is a new rule, right? So ah, I got uh, it. But yeah. when is your, oh, that's a good question. Very yeah. good question. So when is yeah. your EAD expiring? March 7, March 2022. Wow. You're in a good shape. Absolutely. Okay. You're right. Okay. Yeah. You apply okay. the EAD right now. Okay, cool. So what happens to the old EAD then? We will see. We'll, okay. we'll, I, would, I would do one thing. That is called interfiling. Um, okay. Gayatri, can you give her the medical interfiling? Use the same policy. Do interfile okay. the H4. Do uh-huh. interfile the H4, uh, H4. Saying that, look, my H4 is approved attached to this one. But this is like okay. cutting a coconut in front of God and telling uh-huh. them to pass the IAS exam. Okay? <laughs> okay. All right. Thank they you. may. Who knows? God sometimes mm-hmm. does it. So okay. But okay. don't mm-hmm. rely on it. We'll mm-hmm. do the other step too. Okay? Okay, sure. Thank you. Glad you, came, glad you came to the conference call. And that mm-hmm. lady gave you the more information. You wouldn't even ask yep. the question. Yep. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Next person, please. Hi, Raghula. This is uh, Murthy here. Uh, currently, I'm on H1B uh, with the employer uh, A. And mm-hmm. I'm planning to uh, visit India during April, uh, for which I need to schedule for a Dropbox. So in the meantime, right, once I fill the DS-160, in the meantime, uh, I'm getting a full-time offer uh, for a direct client. So if mm-hmm. I switch employer, uh, when I go for a Dropbox, right, how will we, is there a possibility where we can change the receipt numbers or employee employer details? Would, no. You can. You can send an email to them and all those things. Uh-huh. Don't do that. No, no, do no, it no. before, do it afterwards. Okay. Wait for the new employer and then uh, transfer it and then schedule it. Okay. okay. That's right. Thank you. Vijay Kumar. Hi, Rahul. Uh, so I have a question about working for a U.S. company uh, outside of U.S. Uh, I have a PR status in Canada. I'm looking to uh, move there. And uh, currently, my H-1B expires on uh, August 2023, and I'm also in the process of filing for my I-140. So I just wanted to know if it's possible to work for a U.S. employer outside of USA. 
to work for a U.S. employer outside of USA, you need to have work permit from that country. You told me you have a green card there, or permanent resident, whatever you guys call it there as. That means that you are allowed to work in that particular country. You don't need any work permit in USA to work for the for the company in USA as long as your butt is sitting in Canada. Okay. You get the point? Okay. Remember so, that the governments at this point of time do not recognize um, the remote space, uh, the, the remote working though, wherever you sit. So if you say that you work for SpaceX for a space thing that is going in the space and you come and tell me I'm not working in USA, I'm working in the space. Uh-uh-uh. No, your butt is sitting in USA. You are. Since your butt will be sitting in Canada, you must have a work permit in Canada. We don't care about whether you remotely log into USA. Okay. Uh, so I might, my employer might also require to me to come back to USA for a brief amount of time. So. Uh-huh. That's when you require the H-1B. Okay. That's so, when they uh, require the H-1B or other visas for it though. But will you be coming frequently or how, uh, when, how, how frequently would you be coming in? Uh, two weeks in every quarter. Wow. That may be troublesome for the H-1B because then the consulate, uh, the CBP might say that you're telling your job is in California, but your job is not in California. Mm-hmm. You see my point? Yeah. If it's a little bit more frequent than a quarter though, that makes sense. But you're visiting only four times a year. The company is telling the job is in California. So you may want to check with the company's lawyer to see if they would amend it or do something different, okay? Okay. But as far as the immigration rules are concerned, I don't see any problem. It's just coming back and going back is where the problem is coming from. Okay. Yep. I will check with my employer. Next person, please. Maru. Uh, hello, sir. Uh, thank you for doing this. Uh, like, uh, I have a question regarding F1 visa and the new interviewer program which they introduced on 28 December, according to the announcement uh, on the on the Twitter mm-hmm. handle. So, uh, like, my question is regarding like this that like I had a J1 visa before, like uh, in March 2018, uh, May 2018, and uh, my visa is does not that J1 visa has a requirement of uh, J-1 visa has requirements of two years home residency requirement or not? No. So it was only for three months uh, in turn. So the answer to my question is there is no two years home residency requirement. Uh, you know what I a two-year home residency do. requirement is? No, 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 sir. No. Okay, uh, so you said you have a visa rejection, is right? What visa rejection you got? No, 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 no. So I don't have a, a visa rejection. I said that I just had a J one visa for a period of three months uh, in mm-hmm. 2018. Mm-hmm. So it was just an intern for three months, and uh, that was a J one visa. And now I want to get an F one visa, but the problem is I'm not getting interview slots. So I was considering using the interviewer program. So am I eligible? When did you when did you return back from USA after the J one? So I went in May twenty eighteen and returned back in July, twenty eighteen. 
No. When did you return to India? You are in India right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... So you were back... You were back in 2018. Yeah, yeah I was back in 2018. And... Uh, okay, so... Okay, okay. Got the point right now. So you don't know about the two years home residency requirement. Even if it was, you are been staying in India for more than two years, so you're good. So now the question is whether you are waived for the interview. Yeah, technically, yeah. It looks like you are waived uh, for it. Technically, yeah, so, you are. Uh, yeah. So when I call the consulate in Mumbai, they say that uh, the all the new rules which were introduced on twenty eight December, they have been applied. But I don't see any interview ever in the USA Travel Docs website. So, okay. yeah, I'm not Maybe sure. Like, um, sorry, can you can you apply? Can you mention again? Uh, can you repeat again? Yeah, so when I call the U.S. consulate in Mumbai, uh, they say that all the new rules which were introduced have been implemented into the system, but I don't see any uh, interviewer questions there. Like they don't ask any questions that have you been to U.S. before and uh, like did you have any kind of visa, which I think they should ask right before giving out the interviewer. That's right. When you fill the form. the form yeah. the way that you fill it should lead you to the drop box it's not leading you to the drop box right? it's not leading me it's not leading in the yeah. drop box the system so is not updated the system is not okay. updated yet okay 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 thank you thank you sir so uh, so, so, so you what you're telling no no repeat again um, so when you call the mumbai they said they've already updated it in their so so there are like uh, two things here so like i called uh, three times uh, two of them said that it's not been updated but today when i called they said that the system has been updated so i i i think they are not clear uh, the guy who is picking up the calls and answering my questions so but there is no other way to uh, contact them and they just yeah, generate right now you, you just have to wait for the system to get upgraded to our knowledge system is not updated Okay, so uh, uh, do you think uh, am I eligible for the interview? You should be. I don't see anything wrong because when you look into all the provisions, you are eligible until December thirty first, two thousand and twenty two. You are eligible for the drawback waiver. Absolutely. So, so the only concern was my intern was only for three months. Uh, is that that fine? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. The Thanks only thing is that the two years home residency requirement is where the problem is. But irrespective of you've been there for two years, it doesn't matter. Give me one second if there is any. No, you. I under all things. No, under all things, you are definitely uh, interviewer person. Next person, please. Okay. Anusha. Hello, hi Rahul. Uh, thanks for answering our questions. So mm -hmm. uh, recently, my H one. got approved i got approved for 3 years and uh, right now i'm doing my phd for cpt purposes so i'm in my third year uh, i have to when you say when you say your h1b is approved do you mean to say that the h1b with the i94 is approved or without the i94 with the i94 that started on which day um so um I got the I seven ninety seven approval with the I ninety four I seven nine seven A. A, yeah. Okay. What is the start date of the H one B there? Um, October twenty twenty one. 
So right now you are an H1B, okay? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Okay. And I wanted to check if I have any visa problems uh, when I go for uh, stamping in India, if I discontinue my PhD course here, because I'm doing- Absolutely. There's yeah. no need for you to continue on it. Mm -hmm. Uh, for me to continue or discontinue? Um, uh, there is no need for you to continue because your H1 started on October 1st. Okay, so I won't be having any issues in the um, interview as well in India, right? If I discontinue? Not because of that. Mm -hmm. Not okay. because of that. Okay. Not okay. because of that. Not because okay. of that. But the fact the, that you studied in the CPT university may be a problem. Right, right. Yeah, that. Um, yeah, those are the pre-implications. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Thank you. Thank you, Rahul. Yeah. Madhav. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Um, so my case is I applied uh, for it for ADAP in uh, 2020 October um, mm -hmm. with prior to date 2012 April. Mm -hmm. uh, got I140 approval in. Uh, uh, last October, 21 October. Mm -hmm. uh, since my PD is current in EB2, um, should I interfile to EB2 or should I just stay with the EB3 itself? My PD is April 2012. Uh, April 2012. Uh, give me one second. Yeah, that's January and July right now, is right? One is January, one is July. That's a very tough question though. I don't have an answer whether you should refile. I put a video refiling and uh, interfiling. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I want you to watch that video and make a decision on it. Okay, and one okay. more thing. Uh, my wife is an H1. Uh, her six year H1 is uh, getting over in uh, this coming April. But we have not received EADs yet. Let's say if we receive EADs, uh, if my wife only uses EAD, do you think uh, it considered as married to EB3 already? Yeah, yeah. You're married. Then she will be considered to be married to EB3. But how about me? My uh, my case. I mean, would you like to get a green card without your wife? <laughs> no, <laughs> just then uh, why? Um, so the entire. I know, but but my question is, yeah, yeah. You don't want to get. It's going to complicate. If you get the green card and she gets into EB3, it's going to complicate. You don't want that to happen, okay? okay. Either you both, you know, die or you both fly to Mars, okay? Right. There's nothing like you going to Mars and you bury her down, okay? You don't yeah, do yeah. that. So yeah. definitely, so if she's not married, you're married too. Okay, got it. Okay. All right. Thank you. That's all. Yeah, maybe, you. you know, this slight difference between interfiling, if choosing it, idea, especially between um, EAD, letting the job go uh, for your wife and, and trying to stick with refiling, I would rather choose to go with EAD and getting married to the ED3. That's me. I'm not telling you what to do. Next person, okay. please. Thank you. Vignesh? Vignesh, go ahead. Hi. Yeah, hi, uh, Rahul. Uh, this question about, uh, you know, filing a form for my elder son. I am here on uh, E3 visa. He is dependent on my E3. He is a E3 dependent. Uh, 
mm-hmm. and he is going to school now undergrad and he is turning 21 years uh, next uh, april mm-hmm. so and uh, we got the i20 uh, because i need to file f1 before he is turning 21 right so i got the i20 papers from college but i have a questions uh, on the filling address international address and everything we have australian uh, citizenship but i i do not have anything address or nothing there but in india we have so <laughs> ah. <laughs> you better have an address in australia it's not going to be so good for there is the confusion started it's not going to be good for e3 it's not going to be for you for e3 extension it's not going to be good for you to get everything uh, done if you're going to maintain the e3 you need to maintain an address in 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 um, and if you don't know how to there are some creative ways of maintaining address in in uh, in australia okay okay so okay then thank yeah, you thank you i'm going to go through some of the live questions here guys uh give me one second um i'll go to the next caller um go to the next caller purnima Hi Rahul thank you for giving me this opportunity in my case is i'm working for an employer with uh, h4 ead which is soon expiring on march 12 2022 mm-hmm. and my extension has been filed but is not yet approved and my spouse's uh, h1b status is already approved now the problem is the same employer has already applied for my h1b in 2021 and it got picked in third lottery mm-hmm. now they are suggesting to uh, file the h1b using uh, as consular filing rather than a change of status because why my h4 status is only valid until march 12 and due to this reason they are saying they should file consular march 12th filing. of which year march 12th 2022. of which 2022 but it's still it's still not passed though yeah i don't understand why they say but maybe maybe are they are thinking that your march march 2000 21 maybe they didn't looked into it it's march no, 2022 no, it's not passed yet you can apply for the change of status i am i am eligible to apply change of status right absolutely you are report to me is because i don't have a valid h4 status until may 2022 i am not allowed to apply as cos first file no no that's not true you're speaking of in 2021 that you applied in march april of 2021 quota you're not applying in 2022 is it right right you got you already got selected in the lottery is it right yes isn't there a deadline to file once you get selected in the lottery because the lottery uh, results came in in december i think in another week they're going to file now what's the deadline for it mm. they haven't quoted to me file. to find no i was just trying to look into it uh that was in november uh one second let me look into it okay yeah yeah they can file it on february 23 2022 um okay. to file for the third lottery system absolutely not required for you to go to the consular processing and absolutely not required now here is the one thing your h1b is valid your h4 is valid until march of 2022 um 
the lottery system says that you can file the H-1B until February 23rd, 23rd 2022. There's yeah. absolutely no need to go for consular processing. Absolutely no need. You can file a premium processing and get it. There is somewhere there is a communication gap between you or your lawyer. Or if, if everything remains as it is, I don't see absolutely no reason for you to go for the uh, consular processing. Sure, definitely. Okay. If I have a uh, pro proper source, I can uh, ask them to... There's no problem. I mean, it's your I-94 and the online status, which I'm looking into this one, it, it's yeah. a proper source, which I'm going to give a link to you right now. That's it. And your I-94, which you are telling me, which expires in March of 2022, I need that. That's it. You don't need anything else. Okay. Thank you, guys. That's really I'll go great. To the, Thank you so much. Yeah, I'll go to some questions that are getting posted here. Um, uh, this, uh, this gentleman doesn't have a pay stubs. He got the H-1B approval in December, though. Shreya, you can, you, can, you can still file for it, and you can always provide the pay steps later on, though. You don't have to do the pay steps at the time when you're filing. You can do it later on. Because your H-1B just got approved, you can file right now, um, then uh, you're fine. Th that should not cause it. Um, 485J approved, but 485 says name change update. That doesn't mean anything. Your, your status is still pending. It, is, it doesn't mean 485J ap approval doesn't mean anything. Um, my initial review of 485 is complete. Does it mean paperwork is appropriate? No, they haven't even touched your cases yet. They're doing the initial review right now. Raidan Lobo, my AOS is pending in October 2020, EB2, EB2 approved. I also have approved for Canadian. If I accept the PR, will it abandon the AOS? No, it does not abandon the AOS. You are good. You can take the Canadian PR and you can come back and advance parole, which you said it's already approved. You will not have any problem whatsoever at all to get the green card. Um, the healthcare worker who has the H4EAD expiring in April and, and wanting to expire the AOSEAD, absolutely. You can do it right now. You can try to do it right now. You don't have to, even though they say that within one month, no, you can try to do it right now. You will not have any problem. I've seen a lot of success in that uh, uh, healthcare expedited guys. Um, this Satish Kumar, H4 transfer guard denied. Am I still be eligible for the Dropbox? Absolutely, you are. Um, what they're speaking about the denial is the visa denial, not change of status denial, guys. Uh, thank you guys for coming in. The next conference call will be tomorrow at 3.30. Don't forget that we do have a YouTube and Facebook Live from 5 p.m. Central Time to 6 p.m. Central Time. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.